0: Hey, hey, everybody. Today's episode will have two different segments. The first one having Japrice Dean, former point guard at UCLA, just got drafted by the Chicago Sky. And the second part will have Juicy Landrum, born and raised in Waco, attended Baylor, was the shooting guard, set the record for the most three-pointers made, and just got drafted by the Connecticut Sun. I hope y'all enjoy. Let's get it. <music> What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Off the Court with Dorian. Today, we have former UCLA point guard, Mr. Priest Dean, who just got drafted by the Chicago Sky. What's up with you? What up? How you doing? I'm good. I'm good. I appreciate you stopping by with me today. Yep. True thing. (laughs) So first thing that I want to talk about with you is you transferred from Tech to UCLA. You know, people have a lot to say about transfers and why people do this and that. So what was your reason for transferring to UCLA?
1: I definitely think it was definitely personal reasons and and basketball reasons. So I think it's all about seeing what's the best fit for you. I think you live and you learn. And I think that I'm grateful for my opportunity that I got at Texas Tech. And I think I wouldn't be here today if I didn't choose to go there. But definitely basketball reasons. I wanted to be put in a position where I could be a pro.
0: With that being said, you got to play with somebody who's already a pro, which is Jordan Canada. And so what are some things that you could say you learned from her and you were able to do your senior year to make sure that you were in the WNBA draft?
1: Yeah, I mean, I learned a lot. I mean, she wasn't very vocal but just watching her was enough like she's definitely a lead by example type of point guard um but just like leadership I think the most important thing that I learned from her was leadership how to talk to people how to get people to follow you how to connect with the coach and things like that so I think it was definitely simple things and then obviously like playing my senior year she was at a lot of our games so I got a lot of feedback after every game of just how I played what I could have done here or there and things like that. And you had a good season this year. Y'all had y'all's conference tournament, right? Yeah, we did.
0: But then the season was cut short. So, like, what did that, you know, how did that make you feel
1: not being able to do it because of this virus? Yeah, that's, like, really bad. And I feel bad for all the seniors out there and even people that, those spring sports that didn't even get to play, um, but they obviously got their year back, but... It definitely sucked, and I think it it hurt a lot of people just because if you didn't perform well during the season, like postseason is where you you get your draft stocked up just because if you make it far, you got all those scouts at those games and things like that. So I think postseason is a very important thing when it comes to trying to be a pro and, and being drafted.
0: Right. And so during this quarantine, you started doing workouts and videos. What made you want to do that?
1: Well, I figured like for the Zoom videos, I figured like I could work on my ball handling. So why not try to make some money off of it and give back to those girls who look up to me or would like to train with me and things like that. So I was trying to like just kill two birds and things like that. But as far as training, I think that it's important to stay ready because you just never know. Um, So we don't know if we're going to have a season or not, but I don't want to be that person to be like, ooh, if we do have a season, like, okay, I got to go run or I got to go put up shots. I've already done the work, so... I'll be prepared if it does
0: happen. And with that being said, you know, we talked a little before we got on here, but they have to make cuts. The WNBA teams have to make cuts, what, by like Tuesday? And that means it's going down to 12 players. And it's kind of a unique situation because y'all didn't get to actually go and train. And the season would have been started by now anyway, but it's like, you don't get the same opportunity that the
1: people in the past have. So like, what have been your thoughts around that? I'm just trying to stay positive um, because you never know, like, I don't know if I'm gonna get cut or not, but what if I don't? So like, I don't know, I'm just trying to stay positive about that and just like I said, stay ready, stay in the gym because I don't know. And when I find out, I mean, if I don't make the team, I mean you can't really you can't really harp on that you got to still go stay ready because they cut people one day and then they call you to come back maybe a week later um, just because of injuries or anything like that. So, I mean, this year sucks and you can't really take it personal just because of how the year played out, but there will always be next year. So you just got to think in a positive way. Right. And so for the the girls who
0: are like in high school and are missing out on their their last AAU year, which, you know, that's like the most important one because you're thinking about scholarships and stuff. What's some advice that you
1: could give to them? Yeah, that sucks really bad man, just stay in a gym and you got to kill your high school, period. We don't even know there's going to be a season for for the NCAA or high school. So, like, this could go real south or it could get better. But, I mean, obviously we're hoping for the best. But hopefully these coaches will get out to more high school games, um, those high school tournaments, just because there wasn't a summer um, AAU. So, you got to be ready and you got to be able to kill this year last year and your senior year just in case those coaches do – Get opportunity to come to more games and come to more tournaments just to watch kids play that they didn't get to see play during the summer. And for
0: girls that might not have any scholarships yet, you know, and they're trying to work, they're trying to work. What are some, like, workout ideas or things that you could tell them to do at home? Because, you know, it's easy to get discouraged or girls might not want to go to JUCO first because they don't think that's the route for them
1: and all that stuff, but what's some, some workout advice that you could give them? Staying in shape, Um, for me, like, for the Chicago Sky, like, the biggest thing they want is to stay, one for us is to stay in shape because in order to perform well, you gotta be in shape. You can't be tired and expect to make shots. So, staying in shape, Obviously, getting up a lot of shots, ball handling. Depending on what position you are, it could be different. But obviously, just doing all those things and staying positive. And everybody's route is different. You may not like it, but it's okay to take a different route to get to where you want to be. Right, right. And so talking about staying in shape. I'm sure that's
0: something you did at UCLA. You played a lot of minutes, and but you performed at a high level with all those minutes. So what did your coaches do or what did that program do to make sure that you
1: were able to do that on a day-to-day basis? Mm, yeah. So obviously in, in the summertime, like those conditioning workouts, those um, conditioning tests you got to do um, during practice. We, we got to run with a ball every time. Most, most people on our team have to run with a ball. So that makes it harder um, and it makes you better. During free throws, we had a free throw drill where you got to run in between. It was a lot of running. When we did scrimmages, like I pretty much played the whole scrimmage um, just because that's how it's going to be in the game. And then, not talking about basketball, now you got to talk about nutrition and what you're eating and putting in your body. Like, when you're eating like crap it's going to be hard to maintain and stay in shape so you could do all that running and eat bad and basically you're doing all that running for nothing so um eating the right things is super important when it's come to performance and, and staying ready I agree I agree and the last thing to
0: finish up this conversation um moving forward whether there's a WNBA
1: season or not what's the next steps for you? Obviously, try to play in the WNBA and then go overseas. We don't know how that's going to fall either just because of the markets, the economy, and things like that. But the next step is definitely to go overseas and play if there's not a WNBA season and then just wait to see what next year brings and you just never know. And and that's what's the crazy part right now is all the unknowns because we don't know how this is going to play out or if it's going to get better. But I think just for the next step for me is just staying ready because – You gotta be ready. Right. And I appreciate you stepping by with me for a
0: quick little minute. For everybody that missed it at the beginning, this is Japreeze Dean, former UCLA point guard. Just got drafted by the WNBA team, the Chicago Sky. She does workouts, y'all. So Hey, tell them your social handle so that they can follow you if they want to and then sign up for
1: some workouts. Yeah, my Twitter and Instagram is just my name, japrice 24 both Twitter and Instagram. And then the link is in the bio if you want to sign up um, to do any of the workouts. Thank you. I appreciate you. You're welcome. All right. Peace.
0: What's up, everybody? Welcome back to part two of episode 11. I got Juicy Landrum on the line, Waco's finest. If y'all don't know, I'ma let her explain why she's Waco's finest.
2: I wouldn't say I'm all Waco signers, man. I'm just, I'm just a kid from Waco. I just want to make it like everybody else.
0: Anyway, since Juicy don't want to brag on herself, I'm going to brag on her. She went to La Vega High School in Waco, then went to Baylor for four years. So how was that experience being in your hometown, being able to play college basketball? Oh,
2: man. It was good. It was a great feeling. You know, I wake up every day. I get to go home. I to practice every day. I get to go eat at home every day. You know, my mom, my grandma cook some food. And even at the long day, you know, sometimes when go home or to my house and lay down. But, you know, I go to my parents' house because, you know, they make my days better. I go to my grandma's. So it was good being here, you know, playing in front of, you know, some of the best fans in the country. And, you know, most importantly, playing against my in front of my family.
0: Talking about playing there, so you were there for four years, you know. Nowadays, it's not normal for people to stay at the same (laughs) school for four years, right? So what were some challenges that you had to face, and how did you get through that in order to stay there all four years?
2: Man, I agree with you, you know. Some people, you know, can't take, you know, sitting on a bench, you know, four years, two years, maybe even a year, you know. Kind of had that thought, you know, like, man, maybe this ain't for me. But, you know, that was a challenge. You know, my freshman you're coming in, you're sitting behind the best of the best. You know, Alexis Jones, Alexis Prince, Chrissy Wallace, them kind of people. I was like, man, this, maybe this not for me, but... You know, I just kept working at it, you know, perfect my game, you know, do what Coach to do. And in the end, it all
0: just paid off. Talking about that, this past year you broke the record for three-point makes in a game. All jokes aside, did you know you were close to the record whenever you was doing in the game or what?
2: Man... You know, at halftime, I think I hit like four. And then our coach is like, you know, she came in, you know, gave us all the speech at halftime. And she's like, you know, you just out of year four. So, you know, before it was NCAA, it was like a big 12. So, you know, we just hit, hit five more. You know, that's nine. And then when I got to nine, it was like, you must have just go for NCAA and hit 14. So she, at that point in time, she had, every time we came down the court, my teammates were looking for me. So, you know, they made it possible for me to
0: be able to do that. And how did you feel doing that, though? You know, setting that record. Um And it was good, you know. Came back I, to my phone after the game, and, you know, phone was just buzzing,
2: buzzing, buzzing. You broke a rookie, did this, you did that. I was like, man, it ain't that big. You know, without my teammates, it wouldn't have been possible. Without my coaches, it wouldn't have been possible.
0: Right, and so, speaking of your teammates and the coaches, y'all won the national championship last year. This was the year you're supposed to be defending the championship, and then y'all didn't even get to go to the tournament, so – how do you feel about that? What you think <laughs> was gonna happen? You can go ahead and disclose what you thought was gonna happen this year in the tournament.
2: I don't even know, y'all, y'all got the hell yeah, y'all tournament week. We was kind of the last of the last to be able to go. I remember sitting on the plane, and like we on the runway about to take off. Our AD call, I AD was like, you know, just hold on for a minute, about to help me to see year, and the tournament, you know, 20 minutes later, you know, that counts it. Then I go home, I take a nap, I wake up, and see double A counts, I'm like, damn, like, man. What's going on? And I think around that time, I was a little depressed about that. I sat in my bed for two days. You know, just not something we think oh, that's going to happen, you know. I mean, it ain't nothing we can control. You can't control what's going on around the world right now. But, you know, just to, you know, wake up the next day like, my college career really over. I ain't get to go defend my national championship. I didn't get to get another ring. But it is what it is, and I'm on the bigger and better things.
0: Right. And speaking of the bigger and better things, everybody's not able to get drafted, right? It's only 36 draft picks. Like, people don't understand that's hard to do, especially for the women's side. So you got drafted by the Connecticut Sun, right? Right, right. How you feel about that?
2: Like you said, I feel like that's a crucial 36 people. You know, it's hard, you know, to pick, you know, so many people out here that's good. And just to pick, you know, 36 people, you know, that's tough, but, you know, seeing my name come across the screen, you know, I just jumped up by my seat and I screamed. You know, I cried, but it was just a little emotion and everything. It's just some um, my whole life I've been working towards, something I always wanted to do since I was a kid. So now I see it come true. You know, it's, I'm I'm happy. My friends are happy. My family are happy.
0: And I know that it's kind of up in the air on whether it's going to be a WNBA season right now, so that's kind of hard to think about. But what have you been doing in the process of waiting on that? You
2: got... TV meetings every Thursday, you know, yoga, maybe some else, maybe three things out of the week we got to do. But, I mean, I'm just not working out throughout the week. The weekend I rest, but I don't know, it's a lot. You know, no training camp, you know, just got to go straight to the season. Got to see if I make the roster first before we even start anything. So, you know, it's a lot going on right now.
0: And I know this time is tough for everybody. I'm going to throw it back a little bit. For people that don't know, Juicy was on this team called the Waco Heartbreakers, right? <laughs> way, 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 way back in the gap. I mean, this had to be, what, like fourth grade, fifth grade? Because I know I was on the Lady Jets team, right? Yeah, with M W. <laughs> yeah. And then it's this kid. They like she shooting from half court. So then now, whenever I'm in college, right, and I'm watching y'all videos, y'all team videos, the Baylor video, I'm like, and that juicy hitting her half court. So I'm like, man, she been doing that since we was about ten years old.
2: Man, it's just something you never stop wanting to do. You know, you don't quit something that you always been doing. Heartbreakers, you. <laughs> Waco's finest. <laughs> and I, we broke up, and then I, I went to the F W then. It was history from there.
0: The rest is history. I mean, fun. fun. <laughs> yeah. <We're having> fun. <laughs> man, I'm like, man, look at the people that I played with out here getting drafted and stuff. Man, that's crazy.
2: And I say it all the time. I'm just looking at everybody. I see everybody on TV. I see you on TV, Big C on TV. Like, damn, I ain't know we even came far now. It's been some years now. <laughs> I just got to call it now.
0: Yeah, and and one last thing before we get off of here. What's some advice that you can give to some high schoolers or people that's in college? Like you were saying, some people like to give up cause they on the bench for one year or something like that rather than taking that opportunity to learn. So what's some advice you can give to kids that are in high school or college players that are having struggles right now?
2: It's like you said, you know, when you're on the bench, it can change your whole perspective, you know, of being at that school. But, you know, it kind of changed my perspective. But, you know, just talking to my teammates, my coaches, I, you just can't give up. You got to keep working for what you want. You got to work hard. You got to push yourself every day, even when you don't want to. I know you're tired of the practice, but you got to keep going. You can't give up.
0: Thank you, man, for stopping by with me today. Anytime, anytime. Aye, I man. Hey, I hope you make the roster. But if not, you know the pro level is still for you. It is. I appreciate you. Aye, I man. Blessings. That wraps up today's episode, part one featuring Japrice Dean, part two featuring Juicy Landrum. I hope that you all that are looking into going into college and looking to going pro, y'all take a listen to this. Y'all learn from them, learn from their two different experiences. And I hope that everybody just understands who these women are and how special they are to have both got drafted in the 2020 draft with only 36 picks. I hope y'all enjoyed today's episode. One last thing to remember, what God has for you is for you and no man can take that away from you. Bye.